Welcome to the FMCA Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sandra Scheinbaum, founder and CEO of FMCA. Along with a team of co-hosts, we'll be bringing you conversations that will inspire you and pique your interest in functional medicine health coaching, including the business side of coaching. Welcome to another episode of Fresh from FMCA. Do you think that the process of health coaching can be as effective as psychotherapy? So just consider that as we go through the results of a new study and I share some insights from my personal career when I spent over 35 years as a licensed clinical psychologist. Are health coaches therapists? Well, there's a scope of practice for the health coach, which says absolutely not, and I agree with that. Coaches did not go through training to become licensed psychologists or social workers or counselors. They are health coaches. And health coaching can be very, very important for somebody who is experiencing issues with managing their emotions, mental health. So that's what we're going to talk about, mental health and therapy. How are they similar? How are they different? And how can you proceed without fear, with confidence, if you choose to be a health coach who focuses on mental health? So first of all, why do we need coaches in this arena? I thought we had tons of therapists who were working with people. Well, there's a shortage of therapists. Even though when we think of mental health, we think about people who are in those professions. They're social workers, they're counselors, they're psychologists, they're psychiatrists. Well, what about the health coach? Do they have a role? And increasingly, they are. They are considered what is called subclinical professionals in this arena. So they are intervening to help support emotional wellness. Why do we need this? Well, people are stressed and burned out. There was a survey that showed that after the pandemic, 40% of U.S. adults are saying that they're anxious or depressed. And that typically was around 10% pre-pandemic. So we have a big problem. And then just having COVID itself has resulted in people having symptoms of depression, anxiety that may be associated with that condition, long COVID, for example. And we have a shortage of mental health professionals. There's often a long waiting list depending on where you live. There might not be a therapist in your area or they may not take your insurance and it may get pricey to see a therapist. So what is a possible solution? And it can be health coaching. So 
coaches can play a very important role in this arena. There was a recent study that shows just that. And in fact, there was an article in Psychology Today, the headline in that article was, New Research Finds Coaching to be On Par with Therapy. The study was conducted by a company called Modern Health. This is a company that employs both therapists as well as health coaches for digital appointments. And they did some outcome research and found that they are supporting coaches to be what they're calling, again, it's subclinical. So people need support for their mental health, but they are not having severe enough symptoms where it would be clinical level care, where they would need to see a licensed psychologist, psychiatrist, social worker, for example. So they're calling them again, subclinical providers can be helpful. And this is what their study showed. It was uh, actually a peer-reviewed study, and it was accepted for publication in the Journal of Technology and Behavioral Science. And here's what they found. 58% of people who started working with a coach, they had symptoms of depression, but again, subclinical. They experienced recovery. They felt better after sometimes as few as one session and a 76% increase in their well-being overall. And they had done some previous research that showed that those who had more sessions, guess what, did even better. Their well-being improved. So what were they looking at in this study? They were looking at the power of the therapeutic alliance. What is that? That is this client-coach relationship it is totally client-centered, entirely client-centered. It is not about the therapist or the coach being an expert. In fact, client-centered comes from a type of therapy. It's humanistic psychotherapy. That's what I trained in back in the day. So you went where the client wanted to go. You were not the expert telling people what to do or judging them. So you don't feel judged in this relationship. You build rapport. That's what we teach at FMCA. We teach rapport building, listening skills, where people develop a sense of trust. This is a very important part of the relationship. People feel safe. They feel free to disclose information, knowing they're not going to be judged. They're also feeling like this is a powerful way of communicating and to, again, a very healing relationship. So just the relationship itself promotes healing. And that's why it is so therapeutic. That's why we call it a therapeutic relationship. So uh, the, and I'm going to quote from this article in Psychology Today, a client and provider's therapeutic alliance include qualities like trust and personal affection and the relationship is collaborative. So they feel like they're working together. You are the guide as a coach, you are the ally that's helping people to change what they decide they want to change. And it's this strong alliance that yields the powerful outcomes in therapy when therapy works.
And again, this is the essence of the coaching relationship. Now, what is actually happening during these coaching sessions? Well, the actually the techniques can look very, very similar to the process of humanistic therapy, positive psychology, acceptance and commitment therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, mind-body medicine approaches. These are all ways that a coach or a therapist can work with people to help them to support their emotional wellness. And so it is a it is a fostering self-acceptance. It is, that's acceptance, commitment therapy uh, is, is basically the essence of it. And so it is your whole, your good as is. And now you may choose to work on particular goals, but it's coming from a point of strength. There's an old saying uh, from Gestalt therapy, which uh, one of the ways that I've trained, and that is the saying is when you accept what is, you change. When you accept what is, you change. What does that mean? It means that you, rather than focusing on if only he, shit, she, it would change, then uh, I'll be better. I'll feel better. In other words, you're expecting somebody else or you're expecting your circumstances to change. When you have that total acceptance, then you start to see change happening in terms of your perspective, which then impacts your emotional state. A lot of this comes also from cognitive behavior therapy. I had extensive training. I was fortunate enough to train with one of the leaders in cognitive behavior therapy, Albert Ellis. And the idea is that you look at what you're thinking about, your self-talk, and as you modify that, you will find that your ability to cope with situations changes. Your resiliency will increase to uh, look at things that you may be struggling with, and now they don't seem so hard. There, you see a way out. You can find hope. And integrated with that is positive psychology. What is that? That's the study of what's right with you and not what's wrong with you. So, that leads into looking at what have been some of the problems with traditional psychotherapy. The focus is, has been, and to some extent still is for many psychologists and other types of therapists, that is they focus on what's wrong with you. The focus is on do having a diagnosis and then focusing on if we only dig deep enough, there's something flawed, there's something broken, uh, something traumatic in your past, and you're going to, through therapy, have a different orientation to the world. You won't keep repeating dysfunctional patterns, which is wonderful in theory. But in practice, I've seen people leave their therapy sessions feeling uh, they felt broken before and now they feel even worse. Like, oh, there's something so wrong with me. And I uh, believe it or not, I have run into in the past many times people being told that they need to be in therapy for a long time, like for life, basically, because they were so screwed up. And that was the message that they got. And so I think that that 
is something we don't encounter in health coaching. Health coaching is about the here and now. And it, the idea is you are helping people to become the CEOs of their own health, including their emotional health, their mental health, so that they don't need to have a health coach that they are seeing three times a week for the rest of their life. And again, I have seen people in therapy, particularly a psychoanalytic model, where that's how long they were in therapy. So uh, in addition, then, as I'd said earlier, the fact that there are not enough therapists, there's a wait list, uh, it's hard to get in often to see a therapist, and especially now after the pandemic, and it is also not guaranteed that you're going to feel better. It's meant to do the hard work so that you can figure out why you uh, have dysfunctional patterns. So let's focus then on what else a health coach can bring to the therapeutic alliance that's not typically part of psychotherapy. And it has to do with a whole person approach. So functional medicine coaching is a systems-based, it's a whole person approach. So a coach is focusing on the modifiable lifestyle factors, and that includes what you're eating, your quality and how much you're sleeping, your relationships, stress in your life, and also exercise and movement. Well, I know people who have been in therapy um, for many, many years. And did, do you have, ever talk about uh, the effect of food on mood? No, never. Uh, or how much you move during the day, whether you're sitting on the couch or moving. Well, we know that exercise is a very powerful antidepressant. That's what has been a, a lot of studies that show that. So uh, looking at this whole person approach, this mind-body approach that you uh, can influence your decision-making, your executive functioning ability based on the quality and the types of food you're eating. Dr. Austin Perlmutter, along with his famous father, Dr. David Perlmutter, they have a book called Brain Wash, where they go into great detail about the impact of your food choices and when you're eating on your ability to process information. Your higher level executive functioning ability the next day is gonna be hijacked by perhaps that sugary dessert that you had and perhaps you had it too late at night so it affected the quality of your sleep. And so you make some changes in how you're eating and what you're eating and you may find that, yo, I'm feeling less anxious or I'm not feeling as depressed. I'm feeling like I have the problem solving ability to see my way, my way out of a particular dilemma. So this is all integrated with the positive psychology approach because that is focused on building resilience and having a better coping ability, having hope, gratitude, and focusing on what's right with you, your strengths, as opposed to what's wrong with you. So then the health coach is creating a therapeutic alliance with a client and using strategies that come from positive psychology, mind-body medicine practices, where you are helping people to take a breath when they're anxious and worked up. And perhaps they add some imagery to that breath and perhaps they notice that they're bracing and tensing their muscles. Just the simple process of relaxing those muscles 
and standing up straight and so that you're better able to take a better breath and all put together with clearing your mind through cognitive behavior therapy techniques all of that is highly therapeutic and it's going to have a profound impact on your emotional state so then we add again the functional medicine coaching which is an integration of the impact of food impact of movement during the day for example the effect of sleep the effect of total toxic load and you are a coach who is supporting mental health and what's the difference you may be asking so okay a health coach is going to have the skills to work with people and enter a therapeutic alliance that will lead to better mental health well what do we need psychotherapists for what do we need therapy what's the difference well that gets into differences in scope of practice health coaches are not licensed provider they have no license in any state in the united states to act as a clinical psychologist a social licensed social worker a licensed counselor for example so though people who are in those careers go to school specifically to work with people who have things like clinical depression they might be suicidal they might have bipolar disorder uh, they might have a long history of uh, a condition of, of severe depression for example uh, p- severe panic disorder and it, it is a continuum so there's no hard line to say okay this person is fine with health coaching and this person definitely needs to see a licensed counselor a licensed mental health worker so we start off with the extremes someone who has bipolar disorder who is uh, breaking the wall who is punching the wall who hasn't slept for five six nights who is abusive who who is in a rage somebody who is threatening suicide uh, for example clearly needs to be seen by needs psychiatric intervention needs follow-up and perhaps even medication uh, in some instances um, so it is the severity that you look at and clearly if you are a health coach and you have one of those individuals show up at your office or virtually then you would make that referral do you need to stop seeing that person absolutely not there are ways that you would still be working on their health and wellness goals while they are under the care of a therapist or psychiatrist and then there are people who have subclinical issues they're burnt out at work they're stressed they're having difficulty focusing they're finding that they're just sad part of the day and often have difficulty snapping out of it and then they find that they are going into their cabinets and they're eating uh, and so out of awareness and stress eating emotional eating uh, so those are um, people that would do very very well working with a health coach and again it doesn't have to be either or you can make a referral for therapy another way to reason to make a referral would be if somebody has a pattern that they cannot break let's say they are afraid of commitment 
and they are in a relationship and they just they just cannot commit to that relationship and it happens over and over and over again and they're desperately unhappy about it and they don't know why this is happening. Well, this is where working with a therapist who has training and experience in helping people uh, interpret patterns, see the patterns, and then make corrections. Uh, so that would be another time when therapy would be in order. When I was a licensed clinical psychologist, I was a health psychologist. And what that meant is I saw lots and lots of people who had physical conditions that may be stress-related, like the people with migraine headaches. Uh, I had uh, people who I was seeing using biofeedback, other self-regulation strategies, and I would incorporate positive psychology and mind-body medicine. So the way I was practicing as a psychologist was really identical to practicing as a health coach. And so in those cases, uh, the kinds of people that I saw um, could have crossed over and could have easily been seen by a health coach. So both are valuable. We don't say either or. We don't say health coaching good, uh, being in psychotherapy of no value and not good. People clearly can benefit from psychotherapy. Many people can benefit from psychiatric intervention, depending, again, on the severity of the condition that they are dealing with. So in functional medicine, we use a systems-based approach, and we're always looking at the health of the mind, the health of the gut. And so that is an, an area that is very, very promising. Expect to hear more about that. Uh, but I want to just leave you again with the uh, inspired. If you are thinking of becoming a health coach, you can be a mental health coach. Coaching can support, it does support your mental health. So if you are a coach, you don't need to shy away from emotions when they're going to come up in your sessions. You support people by being a coach. What does that mean? You are actively listening. You are so mindful during that session. You are there with them every step of the way. You have built this trusting relationship. You ask the right questions, these open-ended questions like what matters most, what do you want your health for? What brings you joy? What used to bring you joy that you haven't been engaged in for a while? And they will start to just the process of talking about it is healing. So again, coaching, consider it on par with therapy. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more episodes of Fresh from FMCA. Want to learn more about health coaching? Head over to our website, functionalmedicinecoaching.org.